Wow. The new uh, update came out for Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. it was coming out. It looks fun. It sounds like it's supposed to be fun, but I just haven't been able to get into the game Are you recently. still playing Zelda? Yes, I am still playing Zelda. I got to the uh, Divine Beast. Oh, I can't think of its name, but it's the electric one. Mm-hmm. Totally not prepared for it at all. I suddenly have four hearts. and like, It was just... I was, you got your ass kicked? Yeah, but I, I still tried for five hours, though. Uh, but I finally was like, I that's just de- left. That's well, dedication right there. I was, as I was like, I can do it if I just stay focused and learn what I'm supposed to do, then I'll be fine. But then I learned like, oh, you can leave the boss battle and come back anytime you want to. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to spend another two hours doing all the puzzles that I just did. But uh, I, I realized I didn't have to. <laughs> so <laughs> I left and now I'm making soup. Making soup in Zelda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't play Zelda. I've never been a big fan. I haven't either until this until I've tried this. And even know. even though it's my first like it's my first time playing it, I know Jacob played it a lot, so I would jump on every once in a while and like play with him, I guess you could say, but I never was in it on it like my own. Yeah. Yeah. I know everyone says, Oh, even if you don't like Zelda, you'll probably like Breath of the Wild, but I'm like Maybe if someone buys it for me, I'll play it. But I'm not going to go on my way to buy a Zelda game. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. Because it's, it's, it has its own charm, its <laughs> own appeal. But yeah. it is, I feel like it's starting to die out for me a little bit as well, though. So. I mean, that game was everywhere. There's a new Zelda game supposed to be in the works, Breath too, of the though. Wild 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just a working title, though. Oh, really? It'll oh, probably okay. be something else. What they did just put out see. the remake of a uh, Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that was on the Wii. Yes. Yes. And on when the game that came out with the Wii U it was like a mini game for Zelda. That was fun. I used to play that with my brother a lot. So much fun because you'd have one person on the Wii U pad, and mm-hmm. then you'd have somebody playing on the screen, and like you'd have to work together to try and get things done. It was really cool. Hmm. Wii U was underrated. Yeah, Wii U didn't make Nintendo any money. I wish I had a Wii U. Really? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, Those games were so... The the multiplayer games are so much fun. So me and Steven, a couple of our other friends, we all just went in together on a Wii U mm-hmm. that we all just collectively shared. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> the, there good was... idea because we got a pretty good deal on it. Good. Good. Yeah. Certain games it was great with. Oh, yeah. But if Playing it was Smash. just like your regular games, like a game you can play on a regular console, then it didn't serve a purpose, really. I was like, why are you playing Call of Duty on the Wii U? <laughs> why are you <laughs> playing Assassin's much better Creed options. on the Wii U? Hey, you play Assassin's Creed on your Switch. Okay, but yes, the Switch is underpowered compared to the Xbox and the PlayStation right now. But the games that the Assassin's Creed games I play on the Switch were games that were playable on the Wii and the Wii U, so okay. So so they're so they're more, and the Switch is more powerful than the Wii and the Wii U, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah. So you know they're still a little behind, but right now I think I'm playing games they can, you know. But Nintendo's never been like big on graphics. Or, no, you know they're just they're more yeah, they're great. They're like they're great. not gonna put Grand Theft Auto on the Switch. No, they don't need Al- to. Although that would be sick to play GTA like on the go. Yeah, well, was it was GT on the PSP? Oh, yeah, they had the little side games on okay. the PSP. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they had Chinatown and Vice City Stories. Oh, okay. I didn't have a PSP. Jacob did. Oh, really? Yeah, he was all about that. I remember he played like a basketball game on there though. I know the PSP and the uh, the one after the PS Vita <clears throat> were supposed to be good. 
but I don't know. I just never. Steven had a a PSP. I played a PSP because Steven played his all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't know. That was because I got a I got a Nintendo DS instead. Ooh, hell yeah! Those are fun. I, I had the DS, the DS. I had the DS Lite. Did you have the 3DS? I had a 3DS. And then I had a 3DS XL, too. Mm-hmm. That which was huge, which was awesome. Though. It was great, yeah. Yeah, it was fun I, to play I on. played a shit out of my 3DS. I still have it. It's in a box somewhere. Wow, that's so cool. But now the Switch, you know, is Switch you can take on the go. So exactly. the 3DS kind of, there's no point Mm-hmm. The Switch it replaced it, yeah. It did. Mm-hmm. Just like the Switch replace the the wii u i was such a fan of being able to message via bluetooth to other nintendo ds devices doing the depict the picto chats yes absolutely it's so much fun uh did you play nintendo dogs yes jacob bought it for us yeah oh really Mm, oh yeah 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 i had a i had a healthy crew my sisters played nintendo dogs yeah i never played it my only association is the nintendo dog uh, assist trophy and uh, Smash Brothers. Oh. There's a giant dog blocking everybody's view of the screen so <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Oh my gosh. That was fun. Yeah, I love Smash. I you, should, you should get Smash Brothers so I can fuck you up I in Smash. I cannot spend money on more games right now. I ended up buying a bunch of Assassin's Creed games because, like you said, they were on sale on Xbox. So I got mm-hmm. some of those. Oh, I got the go. Ezio collection and um, Odyssey. Oh, nice. Uh... Odyssey kind of sucks. Fair warning. I heard a lot of good things about it. It's like it's good technically, but there's and I know you. I know your personality mm-hmm. that and you're always oh, sometimes there's just like so much to do, and it just gets tedious or you know I lose interest. That's exactly how Odyssey is. Oh okay. I lost interest in Odyssey. There's just too much going on, too many little icons on the map. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do it. Okay. So for D- me, I like side stories. Yeah, me too. There's nothing the wrong. side quests. I love that kind of stuff. It's when I have to talk for 20 minutes to get something done in a video game. Yeah. That's when I'm like, yeah, there's it's Valhalla fixed all the issues that I had with Odyssey because, yeah, there's still like icons on the map, but they're all very spread out. There's not like a million in like the one little tiny village or whatever you're in. Mm-hmm. And all the side quests, well, most of the side quests were pretty fun. And I appreciate that they took a step back. So maybe we don't need to put all this shit to mm-hmm. pad out this game. Because I logged 100 hours into Valhalla easily. I never got bored. I yeah. fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. Odyssey, I was bored like 20 hours in. Okay. I was like, this sucks. I was like, I can't do it. But you liked um, Red Dead Redemption too. Right? I did. I love Red Dead too. Okay. See, that's the game that I got tired of. Yeah. Uh, Odyssey's worse. It depends on what you're saying. Because I think it sounds like what you're saying makes a game good is the reason why I got tired of Red Dead. What do you mean? I need more stuff to do. Uh, I like I, I like having lots of stuff to do. I just, it's just when it's just all tedious, like it doesn't, you know, really. I, if I just want to go hunting. Yeah. Oh, you can do that in a Valhalla. You can fight like uh, the legendary animals. It's but pretty I cool. I Valhalla. Valhalla's so good. Yes. I need to get the DLC. I want to go fight the evil wizards in Ireland. <laughs> See, I'm not that invested in any, oh, any dude. of it. And then you get to go to France? Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool. I want to go. See, I got Brotherhood, and that makes me excited to go play Ezio again. I oh, Brotherhood's the best Ezio game. I love Ezio so much, so I'm just excited to go play those again. Ezio is the best 
Assassin's Creed protagonist. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, absolutely. There's other good ones. Eivor from Valhalla is good. Uh, the Fry Twins from Syndicate were cool. Syndicate's underrated. Game. I've heard it's terrible. Really? No. Syndicate's actually good. It's Because that was that, that weird time they were like, doing their- Putting too many games out too fast. Yeah, and- Syndicate was like right on the cusp where they were transitioning to like how the Assassin's Creed games are now, mm-hmm. but it still had like the old Assassin's Creed like gameplay mixed with like more of the new stuff you see in Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a good underrated game, especially the Jack the Ripper missions were cool, mm. and you get a zip. There's like zip lines in the city. It's pretty fun. Oh, that is fun. But the main characters' personalities are cool. The sisters cool. The brothers cool. Uh. Assassin's Creed 3 was great. I just beat that again. <laughs> that was a good one. Actually, I don't even know what I've played anymore. It's so I just That's the American Revolution one. Okay, yeah, that's the one I played though. That one, Revelations, Brotherhood 2 and 3. That's what I've played. Did you get Black Flag on the Jacob Xbox? Jacob played it. I, I never played it. I watched him play it. Black Flag's great. You would like Black Flag. Oh, yeah, it's one of the highest ranking ones. That's like, for Assassin's Creed fans, it's either... Assassin's Creed 2 slash Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to lump very all, the, similar. all the Ezio games mm-hmm. together. And then, or Black Flag are your favorite games. Mm-hmm. There's no especially, there's no middle ground. Especially if you've played them all. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So speaking of favorite games, um, <coughs> hi, welcome to Franchise Frenzy. My name is Brittany. I'm Kenny. And let's talk about our favorite movies real fast. So we... Had done, we've did some rankings recently. Mm-hmm. I don't even um, remember what mine are. Dude, okay. So my ranking was one, four, two, three, five at the end of watching the fifth one. Right. At the end of watching the sixth, the theatrical version of The Curse of Michael Myers, right? That's six, yes. Yes. After watching the theatrical version, my ranking was one, two, three, four, six, five. Okay. And then after talking about the producer's cut, my ranking was one, two, six, three, four, six, five. Which six is higher? Uh, producer. Okay. One, two. So my numbers change. Mm-hmm. It was one, four, two, and then it changed to one, two. And then the sixth producer's cut moved up before three for me. Nonsense. Okay. So you want to hear what yours were? Yeah. Okay. So after watching the fifth one, it was one, two, three, four, five. Okay. And then after talking about the sixth theatrical, it was. One, four, two, three, six, five. Okay. That's fair. And then at the end of talking about the producer's cut, it was one, four, two, six producer's cut, mm-hmm. three, six theatrical, five. Okay. So when we do our scoring at the end of this one, let's we'll see how fucked up our numbers get. We don't have proper rankings here. We just throw numbers out willy nilly. <laughs> I'm really struggling with where to rank our next few movies in, though, because I am struggling. We'll you are? Yeah. You're not? You know exactly where they fall in? Like, no questions asked? Yeah, like, generally. Really? Obviously, it fluctuates depending on my mood or yes. whatever well, I yeah, watched recently. Different folks, different strokes, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I actually... So, we're talking about H20. H2O. H2O. So here's the, the tagline for this movie is blood is thicker than water. Okay. So I was hoping for some water themes in this film and there was nothing related to water in this whole so film. So that's the tagline because H2O, but I mean, you're technically right by H2O because it's 
So post this years. after Halloween, 20 years later, later or whatever. Yes, that's why I call it H20, not H2O. But everyone calls it H2O. That's the accepted way it's called. And I disagree. Well. It's misleading. I was hoping for water. There's no water in the entire film. Oh, well, someone probably drank water at some point during the movie. I did watch it twice. And You did. I watched this yesterday. Lori drank a bunch of, of wine. Yes. And alcohol. Well, there's water and wine, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who says it wasn't wine right beforehand, right? That's right. Oh, goodness. So, uh, tell us some tasty bits about the film. <sighs> so, tasty bits... <laughs> Start with a yawn. Yeah, because we, me and Brittany just ate a bunch of fucking pizza. Oh, yeah. Because we're animals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Halloween H2O. H20. No, it's fine. Call it H2O. Yeah, That's what H2O. we called it all along. Yeah. Directed by Steam Miner. Written by Robert Zappala and Matt Greenberg. Screenplay by Robert Zappala and Matt Greenberg. Mm, Sorry. It was written by Robert Zappala, but Kevin Williamson, um, the writer of Scream, did an uncredited uh, rewrite. He did a lot of stuff that went uncredited as a writer, but they credited him as a producer Mm. on this film just so he would get, I don't know. More recognition, No, because they wanted... um, they want to be able to put Kevin Williamson's name out, name out there so they can be like from the writer of Scream because oh. this is 1998. Scream 1 and 2 already came out and they mm-hmm. were fucking massive, yeah. successful sure films. So that's why. Um, but yeah, but producer Paul Freeman again. Cinematographer Darren Okada. Mm-hmm. Edited Patrick Lussier. Music by John Ottman and Marco Beltrami. Marco Beltrami also did the music for Scream as well. That's oh. why when we get to Scream, mm-hmm. I want you to rewatch or at least listen to music from mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Because a lot of Marco Beltrami's score from this movie sounds a lot like his score from the Scream movies. Okay. I do and, have some notes about it, too. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to ride the wave because Scream was fucking, you know, the hottest shit on the planet <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Uh, production companies to mention films again Nightfall Trinkets International distributed by good old Miramax who is mm-hmm. on fire during this time, time period yeah. mm-hmm. released in August August 5th 1998 weird... not even in fucking October it's a weird time yeah you know you gotta get those summer horror movies in mm-hmm. uh, budget of 17 million box office 75 million because Jamie Lee Curtis got some butts in those seats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ratings are all over the place for this movie. Mm-hmm. With IMDb being 5.8 out of 10. Mm. Metacritic uh, critic score being 52. The users being 5.4. Ron Tomatoes also 52 for critics. And 49% for users. Hmm. So there's a lot. It's all over the place, yeah. Yeah. I feel that on the inside, too. <laughs> yeah. But the idea... This movie was supposed to be a direct sequel to The Curse of Michael Myers. And it, uh, Daniel Farrens, who wrote, you know, the you know Halloween Curse of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. he wrote his treatment for um, the sequel. And it was supposed to be called Michael Myers, The Lord of the Dead. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. So, it so his version would have uh, began... Like, right after the sixth movie ended, Tommy Doyle discovering that the entire town of Haddonfield was involved in a conspiracy to control Michael Myers. And Daniel Farron's compared the story to The Wicker Man, The Hitcher, Rosemary's Baby, 
uh, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, and uh, the, the original rejected screenplay for Halloween 4 by Dennis Etchison, but then fans decided not to continue with the series since they fucked with his script so much while making, you know, Halloween 6. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, peace. Yeah. I'm good, out. Yeah, good for him. Y'all fucked up my script. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another idea, this was Robert Zappala's treatment, was called Halloween 7, Two Faces of Evil. It was supposed to be a direct-to-video movie. Oh. And it was supposed to involve Michael Myers stalking an all-woman's boarding school. Oh, gosh. And the plot was going to reveal a copycat killer. Oh, oh, nobody wants that. Yeah, they already <laughs> did. The, they already did the copycat killer thing in one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Come up with your own ideas. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you want more Michael? The screenplay was based on a story Kevin Williamson himself wrote. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be called Halloween Seven: The Revenge of Laurie Stro- uh, Laurie Strode. Oh, that would have been interesting. And he was initially hired to write the script, and the story was situated as a sequel to the to all six movies: one, two, oh. three, four, five, six. It's supposed to be a sequel all of them. Wow. Um, so he outlined the storyline. Laurie Strode faked her death, like she did, you know. Mm-hmm. Earlier. And four, and then this one too, and it takes on a new identity. So a lot of his stuff is still in this movie. Yeah, like bits um, and pieces of it though. And then one of the scenes in his original in his treatment was one of the students does a report on the Michael Myers killing spree and talks about the death of Jamie Lloyd. Mm. And there was supposed to be flashbacks from Halloween four, five, and six. Oh, okay, yeah. Um. And then Lori slash Carrie, you know, her assumed name, uh, yes. she goes to the bathroom and throws up. You know, like, I mean, you could have definitely tied in all the movies together. I feel like it would have been easy. Well, it could have been cool, too. Yeah. And uh, John Carpenter was actually in consideration to direct. Oh? Jamie Lee Curtis wanted him to come back. Oh, But he what? wanted... So his fee was he wanted $10 million. Sheesh. And he wanted a three-picture deal with Dimension. Oh. Because he, um, he wanted compensation for a revenue he never received yep. from the original movie. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, so there's still a little bit of contention between Carpenter and Mustafa Akkad even after 20 years. Mm-hmm. So after... They denied him his demands. He he just quit the project. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Kevin Wilson, he was there, like, the whole time. But this is something I found interesting. Jamie Lee Curtis said, um, H2O started out with good intentions, but it ended up being a money gig. There were some good things in it. She liked that. Talked about alcoholism and trauma, mm-hmm. which are things that are still touched upon in the 2018 yeah. version of the mm-hmm. Or the 2018 reboot, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But she ended up doing it for the paycheck because, you know, it's... Good money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much her fee was for this mm. movie. I couldn't find that out. This is this is like the stupidest idea for the script. Okay. One of the early drafts, Charlie, the uh, um, Josh Hartnett's friend. Yes. Also, the oh, guy no. who played Charlie, that's the kid from Jumanji. Oh, really? That's the little brother. Oh, um, okay. I was like, he looks familiar. Why does he look familiar? So... Charlie Charlie would have been the copycat killer. Ew, no. And then Charlie would have turned out to be the offspring of a nurse raped by Michael Myers <gasps> at the sanitarium. Ew. But that kind of raises different timelines because... Yeah. So he would have been... Crosses and stuff, yeah. Okay, so this movie... 
it takes place in 1998. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll say Charlie and like Josh Hartnett's character, like seven, they're 17. Yeah. So they would have to be born in 1982, 81. Okay. I'm, I'm not good at math. <laughs> I'm with sorry, me. I'm not following you. Following and you Brittany's with the a teacher, man. Dude, she can't, really, she's not helping me. We had a really hard math lesson in class today. God, okay? and you couldn't help me with this basic math. We, but yeah. But if he was going to be born is allegedly mm-hmm. born in 1981 but michael myers escaped a sanitarium in 1978 how could michael have done that yeah it doesn't make sense unless you you want to say oh he did it after he was taken away at the end of halloween too but he was established he was in a coma mm-hmm. that's just not physically possible no. and that's when you run into conflict and that's when people like to bitch about things the most is where it's like wait you're telling me that this happened but what about this that happened yeah and, so dad didn't make it into the film thankfully because that's all sorts of fucking stupid sorry (laughs) it is though well that's why none of them made it though yeah yeah whatever copycat killer whatever that's like fine it's just Just all the right way issues with the timeline Mm -hmm. is what i have but uh yeah that's that's really it right now that's fire so we can just talk about oh well what I don't know if I should talk about this now or Do it. it's just about one of the actors. It's Jamie Lee Curtis said uh, she said this about Josh Hartnett. Which character does Josh play? He's John Tate. He's uh, her son. Okay. Got it. He uh, she said he wanted to be an actor, but didn't want to be like a superstar. Mm-hmm. And he said he would wear a beanie on set at all times, remove it to film a scene, but then put it back on his head after he's done filming as a way of retaining his personality and huh. then uh, she said, I respected him for it. It was annoying, but I respected him <gasps> oh, for gosh. it. Oh, gosh. Well, I noticed his hair looked a little funny in some of that's, the scenes. Well, that's LL Cool J uh, says, uh, brush your hair. And that was improvised by LL Cool J no. about Josh Hartnett's like, messy hair. I need to watch that scene again. Gotta respect Josh for, you know, that's funny. keeping some sense of individualism, though. This is so random, he, he though. Like, you're to... an actor, though. Like... This was his first movie, though. Oh, okay. So he probably didn't want to, you know... I don't know. He probably wasn't expecting to get really famous. True. It's weird because Josh Hartnett like never really got super big. Like mm-hmm. he's always been in stuff. He's great. Like Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. He is. Have you watched that show? No, I have. I've wanted to watch it. It's so know. good. He is fucking awesome on really? that show. He is great. Oh, I should check it out then. He's like the best character. He's like the coolest character. Really? Oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay. Right yeah, now. that's a great show. So and so and he actually got a lot of critical recognition for his role on that show. So good on you, Josh Hartnett. You're fucking great. Fantastic. Do you have a synopsis to read about it? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. I totally forgot to skip over that. Probably because it's such a short synopsis. I didn't see it while scrolling through. Because it's also an uncredited one. So the synopsis is, Laurie Strode, now the dean of a Northern California private school with an assumed name, must battle the shape one last time. As the life of her own son hangs in the balance. Oh, it's a lot more dramatic than the movie actually ends up being. Mm-hmm. But you gotta well, sell it. I mean, it is. <laughs> the moments where it's like dramatic. And you're like, oh, this is in- this is a little bit intense. And then you see something ridiculous happen. You're like, okay, yeah, never mind. Not intense anymore. It was the 90s. Yeah, it's fantastic. So to start out, we start with a woman who shows up at her home. 
to try and go inside. Is it the nurse from the very first film? Yeah, that's nurse. That's okay. Marion. Sorry, yeah. Marion. I wrote Omarion, oh, but it's not. Yeah, it's Marion Crane. Uh, so she shows up to her house and realizes that the door is open. So she runs next door because, I mean, someone broke into her house and these stupid kids and they go. You, you want to talk about the Joseph Gordon-Levitt cameo? Oh, he's in there for like two minutes. Yeah, but he also got like, he was like actually billed in this movie as being like one of the main actors too. It's crazy. Why? Whatever. Because so, people really liked Third Rock at the Sun. Oh, okay. I don't know. Whatever. So, uh, Jimmy. J- Jimmy. J- Jimmy. Just saw him Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We know who he is. Okay, so he goes into the house and checks it out. He gets scared by something that isn't actually anything, and he, like, fucks up her whole kitchen. Uh, uh, he so- steals the cookies, and he, yes. <laughs> he steals beer. Yes, and so... He returns back and is like, oh, somebody messed up your kitchen too. And it was like, bro, it was you the whole time. Well, he's um, a kid, you know. <laughs> so she goes back to her house and the power's out. Uh, we see that she has pictures of Lori. Um, well, that's uh, Dr. Loomis's. Sorry, pictures of Loomis. Yeah. Um, and the whole office thing that's like, Dr. Because they don't say it in the movie, but this was supposed to be the home Dr. Loomis was retired in and Marion was uh, taking care of him. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's a. They don't say in the movie. No. I know. I know. But they you should think have there said. must be some connection there at least. Yeah. And we see the like of case file for um Laurie Strode there, and and we get a hint that Michael is there. Oh, the back door's open. That happens before Jimmy goes over. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, we see, <laughs> uh, Jimmy got a hockey skate to the face. Right? Or was that the other boy that got the hockey skate to the No, face? Jimmy did. His friend got stabbed in the back. There we go. Uh, and we see that Michael they don't. His friend knife. doesn't even get a name. No. No name there. Uh, cops pull up outside, of course. And this is when I actually... I started talking about the music right away. Mm-hmm. I wrote that the, the score has such a storytelling vibe to it. It's telling you how to feel and when to feel it. It reminded me a lot of Fantasia. Fantasia? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, that would... It just with the imagery and with what was happening in the storyline, the music complemented it very well. Yep. Well, it told you how to feel rather. Oh, um, can we talk about how incompetent the police officers are? Oh my god, yeah. Well, because Michael sliced Marion's throat like a violin. Like, they didn't even hear the window break. Yeah. Like she broke. Like I'm windows breaking make a pretty loud noise. Oh yeah, because it takes a lot of force to do something like that. Like, Absolutely. and you tell me these cops didn't hear jack shit. Uh uh-uh. uh And the fact that Michael was able to get into the car and leave while they're knocking on the door, going into the house, is just ridiculous. Oh, uh, it's fucking great. Uh, and nobody believes that it's Michael Myers. No. And, but after this whole like intro moment, of course, then we get to hear that. The music is happy. a little different. The theme song sounds a little different in this movie too. Yeah, but it has that melody though, is what I yeah. would call it. Uh, and then we end up in Summer Glen, California on Halloween day. Uh, we see that Lori lives with her son and he wants to go camping in Yosemite. And they have this moment. <laughs> And this, I think, is something that drove me a little bit crazy, uh, where they talked about the significance of Halloween. Yeah. To her specifically. Well, yeah. And uh, it's just, it comes up like three other times in the movie where they talk about how Halloween's such a big deal. Well, yeah, like she had a traumatic uh, experience. But like, just, it's, but it's like every time it comes up, it's like, you know what today is. It's like, yeah. Yeah, bitch, we talked about it two hours ago. Like, of course I know what today is. What they are you talking about? have to remind about? you, man. They have to remind you. Uh, and we actually learn a little bit of information. Um, we have some flashbacks that happen. We see when Lori was in the closet. 
Um, oh yeah, this is when she wakes up from the nightmare at the beginning. Of yeah. Um, but we learn a little bit of information of that before she talks to her son about you know wanting to go camping and all of that. Um, shortly after this conversation, we meet some school kids. We meet John's girlfriend. Um, dude, John's girlfriend is Michelle Williams, dude. Dawson's Creek. It was the 90s. I, I never watched Dawson's Creek. Really? Never. No. Jill watched it, I think. It's, his friends are the girl from Dawson's Creek. I don't know her character's name. Uh, the kid from Jumanji. And Jody Lynn O'Keefe is uh, the kid from Jumanji's girlfriend. Yeah. So we meet all those characters. Is there anything you want to say about those characters before we... They're just kids. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing really special. No, yeah. Not at all. Nothing. Uh, but then we cut to a. Josh Hart is the only one really trying to give a performance. Yeah. Uh, we cut to a different scene and we see the woman stops with her daughter to use the bathroom. And uh, we see that creepy truck outside, of course. So uh, they go into the bathroom and while they're in the bathroom, Michael. Takes Michael was in the truck. The mom and daughter were in the truck. That's he, what it. Yeah. Yeah. He stole the truck. This is where we see the truck, though, for the first time, truck. right? Why are these. Why is this young woman and her daughter driving like a, a creepy old truck? Like a nineteen fifty yeah. it's like a nineteen fifty something pickup truck. Yeah. Maybe so, it's a family truck. I don't know. Who knows? But they go inside to go to the bathroom and Michael takes the purse with the keys while they're in the bathroom. He didn't kill them. No. And there's one shot that from her perspective looking out of the bathroom stall to look at Michael and I just really liked that shot alone. Like it just felt cool. It felt, felt spooky. Mm-hmm. And the kid's totally oblivious to anything going on. As usual. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The kids said there were spiders in there. Oh, spooky, spooky. She's like, spiders. Oh, man. So then we cut over to Lori giving us kind of like a lecture, a talk. About the, the Yosemite school. trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, as she's, she's walking back to her office and like she talks to a secretary, secretary. The secretary is played by Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Oh, no way. That's Janet Lee from that. Psycho. Oh, yeah. what? I had no idea. Yeah. Thank you. It's a nice bit. That's a tasty bit right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's her mom. Uh, so they walk by the secretary, her and the counselor that she's talking to, and they close the door and they make out. And then we're at, ooh, Lori, okay, steamy, steamy. Make out with the counselor. Yeah. Because yeah. we all know guidance counselors are the coolest. Oh, yeah. You know they're sexy, sexy, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so many weird conversations that happen. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but then enter LL Cool J. Is that it? LL Cool J? That's yeah, his name? Yeah, he's writing his sex book. Yes, dude. I wrote he's his, he's reading his fan fiction to a woman is what I wrote. His fan fiction. Yeah. Um, and he, then Lori's son wants to leave, and so he lets them leave. He doesn't let them. He accidentally opens the gate yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Lori leaving for lunch, and um, she, she gets spooked by chugging, kids in a mask. She's chugging she's wine. wine. Yeah. Um, and one really cool b- thing before she goes into the restaurant, though, is she sees her reflection and she imagines that Michael's behind her. And mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. But she turns around and, of course, it's Mr. Sexy, Sexy Counselor Man. Yeah. Um, Adam Arkin. Alan Arkin's uh, son. So she goes in and again and they start talking about her drinking problem and how she needs extra wine. And um, she gets scared again because there's a kid outside of the window. Um is there anything you want to say about that scene? Uh, no, not not this. But it's the scene right after where yes. she runs into her son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his friend. Uh, and then John. Booze. Hey, yeah. Well, John brings up a good point to his mom about how he's you know seventeen. Like mm-hmm. she needs to you know stuff happened twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. She needs to move on. And he says like all the stuff that's affecting you now it's affecting me and mm-hmm. like I can't take it. 
Yeah. Fair conversation to have. Absolutely. The only, I don't blame the kid. No, seriously. The only problem I have with this conversation, and perhaps it ties into what you're just saying too, is like, it's the same thing again, mom. Like, come on. Yeah. It's the same conversation that these characters have at the beginning. Yeah, but he's but he's trying to get his, you know, point across to, you know, to his mom. Because she ain't having none of that shit. Yeah. And I will say that her character at this interaction too becomes elated with how angry she is, which is a, it was a, more i think than what we had seen so far in the movie and i think that is kind of hinting at oh she drank more wine look at what happens when she drinks more wine kind of a thing yeah talking on that topic see john says michael myers is dead Mm -hmm. but that's what we like to call foreshadowing yes apparently michael is dead um he's not and that's why apparently he's supposed to be able to do what he wants to that's right. Um, but she returns them to school, and as she's pulling into the gate at school, that's when we see the creepy car that Michael stole from the woman and the girl. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cool. Kind of. Yeah. See, this is another reference to Jamie Lee Curtis's mom because after this part, after she talks to LL Cool J's character, he calls her a psycho. I'm like, oh, it's a reference because her mom was a psycho. Her mom's in the movie. Oh, you're good at catching all those little things. My goodness. Good job, Kenny. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but you can't, you can't ignore it. No, well, it is. But I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, uh, oops. <laughs> if anything, it, whatever. Yeah. And then we get a good rip off of the famous scene from the original movie, which was what uh, the classroom scene, but they do with uh, Michelle Williams' character instead of Laurie this time. Yes, you're right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's the same scene, but just with. Which is weird because, I'm um, sorry, Michelle Williams, your character is not that important to the story. No, not at all. But yet she has this moment. Yeah. When she's sitting there and like explaining things. Like maybe one of the original scripts, she's supposed to have kind of a bigger role. Maybe she's supposed to kind of fulfill the role of, you know, of Lori from the original. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And she's talking about Victor and Frankenstein. Like, sorry, it is Victor Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And then the monster that he made. Sorry, I always I always mess that up. Oh yeah, and then uh oh yeah, because Norma scares uh Lori, mm-hmm. and she says the thing, the thing from the first movie, which that was? Sheriff Brackett says. What is it? He says in Halloween Kills too. Do you remember what it is? No, I don't. He says it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to she, one good scare. Yes, yes, that happens yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. The second it happens right after this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I have said, it written down. She says the thing. Uh huh. He's like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yes, and so that happens after uh, Lori gives John permission to go on the field trip. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of lost because that I didn't think that was that important. Well, the thing is, like, it's built up to be like this important part, and then there's nothing. Yeah, nothing. At so all. that's why I didn't really care to mention. Like, ah, that part's not important. It's one thing too is like so. Lori assumes that John is leaving. Yeah, but and I guess you can make the argument it's a reason why John just stayed out of school but no because even if he wasn't going he was just going to stay out of school anyway so it didn't like... really it was just a reason for Lori to assume he was gone I felt like Lori lived on campus yeah, yeah. okay all right I, just, I, I think that's I that's yeah it's definitely implied, implied. okay yeah. I just wanted because it was like wait they're going in and out of the gate at certain times and it's like okay they haven't left the gate they haven't left yeah, yet yeah it's like a okay. boarding school yes. I guess whatever because yeah, there's dorms and everything yeah, yeah. makes sense um the buses leave oh we have yeah, ll cool j with his fan fiction some more um yeah this is the part where michael shows okay, up at the so gate the gate the spooky car shows up and no one's there so he opens up the gate 
Uh, and as he's looking at the car, we see Michael walk behind him. Oh, this is like the most. Oh un- my god! This is like the most. I don't know if it was supposed to be kind of comedic or unintentionally comedic. But, but when LL Cool J is in his little security mm-hmm. office box thing, and then like so he walks one way. Yes. Because there's like two windows. Michael like goes this way. Yes. Then he walks the other way. Michael walks that way too. I'm like, is this supposed to be like? <laughs> yeah. Funny. I'm, it's kind of funny. It's kind of silly. Absolutely. It's like a cycle of seeing him and then not seeing him. Like wherever he is not looking, that's where Michael is. He's like. <laughs> Michael's like. Woof. It, it'd be like you know it's like those stupid things people will do to you like we'll just stand right behind you and like follow you around <laughs> yeah like, like mimic your every move i'm like stupid michaels quit playing games yeah exactly All right you got people to kill this we made it over an hour and you haven't killed anybody mm-hmm. the only people you killed was in the first two minutes of the movie Dude, and you don't even see get the kill in. you just see them in the aftermath yeah you well, only you only you see marianne's kill that's it you saw the get to stefan yeah get to stefan michael i guess we haven't talked about it yet this film's only an hour and 20 minutes long hour 26 yes that includes credits rolling yeah so So you you can just say maybe like hour 22 23 maybe 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 so it's super short so um so michael gets in the gate they have the weird little moment together uh and then we see that Lori's packing up to leave and as she's leaving the her office she a light turns on in the building behind her Mm -hmm. i thought it was so spooky and i was like Lori, go in and find out what it is but of course she doesn't yeah and then in the distance we see someone walking towards her and it looks like michael myers but it's not michael myers it's sexy sexy counselor man oh yeah oh but before this happens the girls um uh, sarah and molly all their names mm-hmm. they're watching scream 2 on tv yes i was like i get it because you know kevin kevin williams oh, no, this happens right after she said he says i'm gonna go check on the kids before he goes to her house oh yeah yeah so the girls are watching scream oh i wrote they're watching quotes. scream too they're watching the scene with sarah michelle geller i wrote i wrote down quotes from this you did oh my god like yeah. what so he says how's it going girls and they say oh you know we're just gonna drop some roofies in their drinks and have a date rape kind of evening <laughs> and then he responds and she, they say like do you want to join us and he responds with i can't i'm having my nipples pierced that's how you know he's a cool guy in his council i was like he knows how to play log with him dude and it was there's more to it of course but i didn't want to rewind it just to write it down but i was like wait is that really what i'm hearing happen yep. right now i think uh, that was a uh, kevin williamson's thing really try to inject some humor into it was very weird this fairly lifeless film yeah mm-hmm. um so people basically these kids are sneaking in and out of different buildings and uh john thinks he hears something while all this is happening uh we see that Lori's at home her steamy boy shows up but she is drank 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 drinking oh yeah mm-hmm. and then she tells him who she really is oh yes they're getting steamy and she reveals who she is and then and i wrote um she almost shoots ll who's ll oh cool j oh yeah <laughs> yeah um but i wrote is this the first time that we see adults doing steamy stuff in these films because yeah, it's always been teenagers. kids yeah yeah interesting um so she's revealing who she is and then we cue to the kids and that's when the shit hits the fan yeah that's when uh D- the dumb see. kid <laughs> dumb kid rides up the dumb waiter <laughs> the uh he goes to get the wine and he sticks his hand in the garbage disposal. Oh yeah, and I love like I love like that moment. Of course, garbage disposals are kind of creepy because they could hurt your hand. Of course, yeah. But like they built up this moment so much, nothing happens, and then he turns around and it's Michael. Yeah, and Michael gets Michael him. with his the CGI mask. 
Yeah, which is terrible. By yeah. The way. Yeah. It's so he like he, they were. He <laughs> the was. The mask is horrible. By the way. He was wearing a mask when he filmed it, but then, for some reason, they decided to enhance it with CGI, which just made it look fucking unnecessary. Stupid. Unnecessary. Um, but there was a cool shot where you can see the reflection of things happening on Michael's eye, which is pretty cool. It was different. Yeah. Um. But you don't see what happens to uh to to uh Charlie. No. But we see uh, the girl looking for Charlie, mm-hmm. and then uh, the dumbwaiter opens up, and we see Charlie's in there. Oh, yeah. And then she tries to take the dumbwaiter to get away from Michael. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I love it when she's climbing out, and then it falls on top oh, of her he, leg. Oh, because he cuts the rope? Yes, yes. And then- Fucks up her leg. But you know what happens right after that? What? Creed starts playing in oh, the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me so happy. I love Creed I so much. Ah. But the girl craw- starts crawling away from Michael, of course, but then she gets stabby-stabbed, as usual. Stabby-stabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so John and Molly then go look for... Uh, Molly's her name. That's what it is. Yes. Um, they go look for them, and they see the blood trail. Um, and then... Oh, they see uh, ooh, they see her strung up. Hanging, the, yes. Yeah. Which reminded me of the mechanic that was hung up in the... Was that the fourth film, I think? Yes. When Loomis goes to find... Yes. Trying to find him. Um, they're getting chased by Michael. Michael gets, grabs Molly. And that's when Josh Hartnett realizes, John. oh shit, Michael Meyer is real. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, they make it to the gate, but of course freaking Molly throws the keys through the gate to the house. Like this this interaction right here made me so confused. They go through the gate. They need to unlock the door to go into the door. Mm-hmm. She throws, she turns around to the gate, which is now locked, and throws the keys through the gate, or they fall through the gate, whatever. Yeah. So they're locked in this little corridor, and it oh. just pissed me off. Oh, well, even Michael's stupid as part, because he's, like, swinging his arms around through the gate. Yeah. But it's like, motherfucker, the keys are down. You didn't see that? Yeah, like, unlock it, dude. Ugh. See, that's why when people are like, Michael and, knows and what then, he's doing. I'm like, no, he's a fucking idiot. Then, of course, when right when Michael picks him up and unlocks the gate, Lori opens the door to let... Perfect timing. To let the kids in. Mm-hmm. And then Michael and Lori have that weird moment. Face. They're looking through the hole together. And they're like, hmm? Mm-hmm. and then michael mm-hmm. leaves <laughs> that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. nodding their heads back and forth uh, yeah of course um so michael leaves the door and laurie of course remembers that a window's open so they lock the kids into the room the counselor then shoots ll cool j oh yeah because he got scared yeah mm-hmm. and then he gets oh, killed yes another levitation kill that's mm-hmm. fantastic as usual um michael stabs through a door laurie hits him in the head with a fire extinguisher but she gets the kids to the car, um, and Michael tries to open up the door when she's in it, but she's able to lock. The yeah, she gets she gets the kids out safely, mm-hmm. and then it's just she her versus Michael them. Myers. Yes, and an axe. <laughs> and an axe. Well, the axe comes later, but well, Lori has. She, an she axe uses the flag. She uses the flag. The flagpole. No, before that, she grabs the axe. And she puts it down and she gets a flagpole in that one room with the table. I don't know tables. how she would put the axe down. I know. I know. I wrote, I do like that because she starts screaming for Michael as she's walking back towards the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're walking through the building. Kenny, I laughed my butt off when this happened. Do you what? know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. When he lowers himself oh. with one hand from the ceiling. He's very athletic. Dude. You can't do that? 
Oh, oh yeah, I do it in my up? free time. But it wasn't even a pull up. It was just. <laughs> but he had to pull it. But he had he to pull himself up there. But no, so not, he was like, ever. And then he went. But his body's just stiff. Just like it doesn't. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. Well, Michael defies the laws of physics. So. <laughs> uh, so she runs and she goes underneath some tables and. <laughs> The, the 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 scene with the the tables and where mm-hmm. Michael's flipping them over. Yeah, that was the scene they recycled from the fourth movie. No. Yeah, because it wasn't filmed, but it was supposed to be when Jamie goes to the school. She's supposed to be hiding under the desk. Michael's supposed to come in at a oh, start flipping the desk over, and then they didn't do it. Okay. And then they did it in this movie. Well, it, I liked it. I like this scene. So Lori's underneath the table, and she's all looking for Michael, and of course it pans away or zooms out, and we see him just standing on top of the table Yeah, that she's under. And I wrote, Lori, it's a snake under the tables. And then she goes stab, stab with a flagpole. And then, she, yeah, and she doesn't even keep the flagpole to point. And she, like, chucks it at him and runs yeah. away. I'm like, hold on to it. Yeah, so they run into, like, the kitchen. He's got a little knife. That's going, eh. Exactly. You got you to you gotta reach. You have a, yeah, you have big, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, what do they call that in boxing? Is it the reach? reach? Okay, yeah. yeah, bigger reach. Um, so she runs into the bathroom, and she finds a knife drawer, and she just starts throwing knives Convenient. at the guy. Yeah, and I said, none of them hit him, though? Uh, why is Michael moving faster? She's not a professional <laughs> knife thrower. Dude, I mean, you have she had, that drawer easily had thirty knives like, in it though. You just wanted her to start Ugh. doing like. Seriously, yes, I did. I did. Um, she sneaks out um, and stabs him a lot. He falls and gets pushed. Oh, and she pushes him over the balcony. And then I wrote, "I'm sick and tired of this movie. It's so fucking dark. I can't see shit." <laughs> and then in comes LL Cool J. He he, he stops her from stabbing him anymore and says, he's dead. He's dead. So this is what I noticed. So he's like, he says like, oh yeah, later on, we'll talk about it. And he says, oh, the bullet just grazed me, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of blood for a bullet that just grazed Mm -hmm. you, my guy. Yeah. Are you sure that bullet just didn't go right fucking through you, maybe? Exactly. I don't know. Like that whole thing when he showed up again, I was like, no fucking way. Is that really what they're going to do with the storyline right right now? And they did. Um, So... Cops show up. They put Michael in a body bag, right? Yep. Cops, uh, paramedics. Yeah. And then Lori runs outside and starts yelling at everybody. Is she pointing a gun at them or is it just the axe? She has the axe. Okay. And she's like hijacks the van with Michael in it. Yeah. Uh, the bag moves while she's driving and he slowly gets out of the bag. She slams on the brakes and he flies to the windshield, which was quite satisfying to watch. But then she runs say. him over, but then he grabs Dude, it. I was so it's so annoyed. It's so comedic looking how he's hanging yes! on. Yes. To the hood of the car while she's driving. LOL, them staring at each other through the windshield while she's driving. Like, that look where they're all like, I was just like, oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, So she drives off a cliff and Michael gets squished, of course, but he's still alive and he reaches out to her and she cries and reaches back to him. And then she smacks his head off with an axe. Yep. And then they played Creed. (laughs) R.I.P. Then they played Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Why Creed? Who knows? It's fucking great, dude. So good. So good. Michael Myers is dead. Or is he? Well, at the end of this movie, he is dead. Allegedly. The the man with the mask is dead. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it's like inconclusive. <laughs> yes. And if you have not watched Resurrection or H2O, go watch them now. What are you doing listening to this? Go watch them because they're a treat. Okay? They Especially are a Resurrection. treat. Oh my god! H two O, H two O is a little boring in parts. Resurrection is fairly entertaining mm-hmm. throughout, mm-hmm. but okay. we'll talk about that next time. Yes, we will. All right, Kenny, hmm. where does this go in your ranking? Let, Let me, me tell see you. The paper. 
You go Hang first. On. Didn't you hand me the paper? Oh, okay, okay. My ranking was one, two, four, six producers cut, three, six theatrical, five. Okay. And I am going to put this one, two, four. Ah, damn. What? Because uh, before we started recording, I had decided where it was going to go. And I'm feeling now after we talked about it, I kind of feel more. I liked it more. My bias is going to affect my judgment here. One, two, four, six producers cut. Uh-huh. And but I have to think of like what parts of okay I'm not thinking of I'm thinking of it as which film would make me laugh the most if I were to watch it again three or H two O that's what I'm confused about three is the most what the fuck am I watching yeah yeah so my gut initially my ranking was okay six producers cut three then H two O then six theatrical and then five. So I guess I'll stick with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So as a before this movie, it's one, four, two, six, producers, three, six, theatrical, and five. And I would put... Uh-oh. It is one, four, two, producers, cut a six, three, six, theatrical, H2, right oh. below it. They're interchangeable. Okay. Theatrical, uh, six, and H2 are interchangeable. Okay. So that's not a big deal. And then mm-hmm. five, of course. Because <laughs> five, yeah, fuck five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's six theatrical and then H2O? Yes, but like I said, they're interchangeable. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to say before we move on to the next one? Um, this is a hard one to end because I'm like itching to talk about the next one already. Because the next one's just that fucking good. <laughs> no, not quite, but okay, <laughs> sure. Thanks for hanging out with us if you made it this far into it. Uh, feel free to, no, please check out our other episodes and give us a rate review. If you have the time to, um, and we appreciate it very much. Very yes. much. Thank and you. Thank you very much. Please check out our next episode for Resurrection. It comes out every Friday, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.